I'm Lin-Manuel Miranda, and you're listening to Hard Knock Life. Welcome back to Hard Knocks Life. I am your host, Brittany Monet. And today I'm kind of flying solo, not entirely. I have my sister from another Mr. Miss Vanessa Shark joining me. Yay, I'm here. Thanks for having me back. I love being on the Hard Knock Park podcast. Hard Knock. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love having you. And I was just like, oh, I wonder Vanessa could join. So, uh, and we had it because me and Keith are talking about having other people on with us just because Dom is kind of taking a break for right now. So we're just trying to fill out having other guests and then I don't know, find another potential person kind of be around permanently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can we have Vanessa back? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So nice. you're here. And I think the only like big thing this week that I'm aware of is the Mandalorian. If there's other things that you obviously want to talk about, we can talk about that too. And uh, yeah. So what did you feel about the premiere episode of the season? I loved it. And I have to be just full stop, full, like full disclosure. I primarily watch the show mostly. I don't care what's going on as long as like Grogu's on screen. I'm generally pretty happy. So like mm-hmm. I, I usually am like not like, oh, this is not, I don't get pick. But the, the first part, the first seven and a half minutes when they were just fighting a giant lake monster or whatever that was, I was like, uh-huh. what? is the point of this and it felt like there was like no point that's the only time I've ever been like why what was the point of that but I enjoyed the episode I thought the premiere was great I thought it like set you know kind of the 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 tone for what's going to happen this season like Mm -hmm. what what his mission is like asked to atone for Mm -hmm. his helmet and stuff which is big is a big deal so it's really cool that he has like a focus and you know maybe little baby Yoda's just chilling there doing his own thing I know he's been a menace the entire episode I love him so much like he's just getting more feisty and I love that Din is actually like teaching him stuff like in the like little Mm -hmm. space ship (laughs) I I know it was a a, that was the one I think it was it was the used to be a Naboo fighter I think so but yeah it was spaceship yeah spaceship is like the most generic term i can think of no you're fine i think that's (laughs) what most of them are just called ships until like you know the exact class and i'm not super into all the classes like that but yeah i know there's like tie fighter fighter? yes that's about all i know okay yeah those yeah, are, I love it. <laughs> I did too. Um, you know, it's really funny because when they like did a close-up of the boy though in that scene that you're talking about, I was like, is that supposed to be a young like Kylo Ren or something? That's what he looked like. And I was just like, okay. It took forever to, for me to realize if it was a flashback or just a currency. Like it just happened. It just started happening and it felt like it was just so I had no idea what was going on. I was like, is this yeah. him when he was younger or like what's going on? So yeah, I understand that computer. Yeah, I was there with you too. I wasn't sure if it was younger did or if it was Kylo Ren because he looked more like Kylo Ren. I was like, does not look anything like Pedro Pascal. So I was just like, what is happening? But then you know he comes in to save the day. So you're just like, oh, okay, that's this is current. Yeah, and I love the part with the pirates, especially because they kind of reminded me more of you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, right? They reminded me of Davy Jones. Um, (laughs) Yes, I did the same thing when I was watching. I was just like, I really love this. <laughs> it's so oh, good. Yeah, no, I, 
I agree that this first episode sets the tone. I'm really excited for more stuff. Why is her name like falling off right now? Katie Sackoff. What's her character's name? Oh, oh Bo-Katan. Yeah, Bo-Katan. It's, yeah. I've watched Clone Wars and I'm forgetting her name. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just loved that uh, shot of her sitting on like the throne. And I was like, yes, perfect. Yeah, I agree. I love, yeah, there was like a lot of callbacks and a lot of like, little things that I was like oh sh- we, ha- we can oh oh I forgot about this I forgot about that and I love seeing Bo and like seeing she's kind of bitter and mm-hmm. she's kind of like poking fun at Dan and I was like you're a fool like all this stuff and so I I obviously will probably see her again this season and mm-hmm. I'm wondering like what she obviously hasn't she gave us air off of like sort of giving up but I just don't see that she's not like I don't I seriously doubt that she's given no. up I'm very very curious to see how where she goes and how what she ends up doing yeah she's been trying to get the basically rule Mandalore forever I don't know if you watch Clone Wars but like she was you know she's been trying to get it like since then and there's some people who I've seen like theories going around that she might be her sister the her the Bo-Katan and the armor might be sisters who won like because she does have a sister if you watch Clone Wars her name was Satine and she was like Obi-Wan Kenobi's like young love and they kind of never fully like it was very sad and like you know never really fully got together because he really hardcore followed the jedi rules and how you're supposed to kind of not form attachments like that yeah and she basically doesn't she doesn't survive clone wars sorry for the like spoilers but so some people are like what if there was like three sisters and the armor is one and she fell into like that hardcore like you know like section of like the mandalore bully of like not removing your helmets but yeah no i'm just excited where this yeah. it's gonna go I really I feel like it's so I feel like there's not too much more to talk about because I feel like right when you're gonna get a little bit more story kind of end it right that was my only like downside I think to the episode I was like oh there's gonna be a little bit more and then I was like oh it's over yeah I also am like I'm like man because we didn't get three episodes two episodes like I feel like we always do um uh-huh. when it drops so I was like I wanted like more but yeah. I get it they're they're they already know people are going to come back and watch Mando, so they're now they're giving it to us weekly. So I'm like, please give it. I just would like two to three more episodes a week. How about that? But yeah, I loved it. Thought it was fun. I can't imagine for people who totally skipped Book of Boba Fett watching this because they're like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, they're suddenly back together. Um, okay. <laughs> How much time passed between the? how much time passed between seasons and like when all that happened because the so, timeline was a little bit confusing for me so for john john Favre said that grogu or baby yoda is supposed to have trained with luke for like two or three years so it's supposed to be like two or three years in between like basically the end of season two to where you end up seeing him in Bub, like book of Boba fett basically and then obviously the beginning now of this season but yeah it's just like uh you know, not everyone is going to watch all 20 million shows to keep up with everything. So yeah, they're marvelizing yeah. the Star Wars universe. <laughs> apparently they want to do that to Lord of the Rings. Who Amazon does? Yeah. Or whoever owns the rights to it. They kind of want to do like the same, like how Star Wars is kind of doing their thing. They kind little, of, they, little, they said Star Wars. They don't try to say MCU, but you know, that's where Star Wars is starting to like right into that but expanding yeah. the universe yeah yeah they kind of want to do that thing and I was just like ah, I don't, I don't know. think it I don't I think for some universes it makes sense like what they're doing with Game of Thrones and stuff like that like 
um, expanding that universe. It makes sense when they do it because like George R. R. Martin like already created a roadmap. He has books, multiple books out like mm-hmm. maps and histories. And so like, there's so much to build on. There is so much story to tell in that universe. So absolutely would love to see like a couple of different shows exploring the history, but also like what's going on in this country that was so far away from Westeros. That's like primarily yeah. black people. It's called, it's like, I can't remember. It's like the Summer sun. Isles. Summer Isles. Yeah. So like, it would be really dope if we could see stuff like that. So like that makes yeah. sense. For certain franchises, it, does, it makes sense for Star Wars. I would love to, I told Mike when we were watching Andor, my husband mm-hmm. Mike, I told him, I was like, I would love to see the OC or Gossip Girl style show set in the Star Wars universe because of just like how the like Senate and like how Mon mm-hmm. was like, it was just like so much conspiracy, but everyone looked fabulous. It was like high society, but like there was, mm-hmm. it still had something to do with the overall like story. And I thought, yeah. I was like, that would be cool if they did more shows like that where it's like, it's like kind of like high society or like gossip, backstabby drama, like, but it's still within the universe. Like, I think mm-hmm. some universes can do that. I don't know how much more you can get out of the Lord of the Rings universe. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a long way to say all of that. <laughs> say no, that. <laughs> I, I agree with I agree with you because I don't think everything has like that type of like world where you can really just go crazy and fall right. for things mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I don't know I but I also hope that Star Wars can still do some like standalone stuff because uh, uh, I mean that's what I liked about Andor is if you've seen Rogue One you're fine but it didn't feel so like you didn't have to watch a million things yes to know what's going on and it didn't feel like it was just a a piece of a larger story it felt like its own story which is yeah how everything should feel like not everything should be a part of a continuous story like let let them tell their own stories you know and then have connections it should it shouldn't feel like the writers and the the cast and like the the story itself is hamstrung by the need to like make sure we include baby yoda you know yeah as much as we love seeing him like yeah just there's some things that needs a little bit of air but yeah andor was so like refreshing you didn't get to join us for Andor, even though I tried, I think, to get you on. I tr- yeah, yeah. I was like, in, that was a, towards the end of my pregnancy. I had a lot going on every weekend. But I really wanted to talk about the show. It was, so, Andor is so good. <laughs> I was like surprised at how much I liked Andor. Yeah, it definitely is some of the best things that Star Wars has done, I think. And, and anything that Disney Plus has kind of put out, I think, is some of the best stuff that they've done. I can't wait for the next season. And it's kind of sad because it's like it after that. Really? Yeah, because they're only doing two. It's basically leading right up to like where you meet him in uh, Rogue One. So it's just like. Yeah, he has a pretty, his story has a definitive end. (laughs) Yeah, which, I mean, it sucks, but like, I hope then, I don't know, there's other little stories that can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very excited for Mando and the Acolyte show. I don't know if you've heard anything about that, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to take place in the last like 50 years of the High Republic, which is those new like Star Wars books. So it, the oh, yeah. the entirety of the High Republic, like the beginning where I'm more at is like 200 years before the Skywalker sagas. Mm-hmm. And then gotcha. basically the last 50 years is where you can maybe have a young Palpatine and the gotcha. cast is like pretty like, because it's Amanda Stein, Amandala Steinfeld. Oh, okay. Seinberg, yeah. Yeah. Seinberg, yeah. And yes. so this is like their, like, game of, this is like their House of Dragon, like, mm-hmm. setting hundreds of years before I got it. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And then, yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of all in, like, the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe that I know that's going on. Yeah, I don't know. What else we got to talk about? There's, like, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Can I don't know. I've been talking about Black Adam on here a lot every week. <laughs> <laughs> I, it sucks that we're not going to get any more, but I'm also not surprised. But I liked it. I really liked Black Adam. Okay. Because I really wanted to get more of the JSA. I love them. I, love I them. felt that. I felt that. You're underappreciated. For listeners who don't know, you are going to be doing some really cool stuff within the DC podcast family stuff. We're now kind of the multiverse of color. But like, how excited are you for like this stuff going forward with DC and the announcements maybe that, you know, that James Gunn came out with and everything? Yeah, I am like, I don't know. I've been through a lot with DC over the last like 10 years. (laughs) So I'm trying, I like, I have to like level set my expectations and not like get too excited about some stuff. Mm -hmm. All the James, when they announced all the stuff for the first was it the first chapter or graph? No, yeah, I think it's called the first chapter, Gods and Monsters. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, and I try not to get myself, let myself get too excited, but I am really excited for like, you know, a, a Themyscira Amazon TV show where it's like Game of Thrones esque. I am excited for Midnighter and Apollo or wait, no, The Authority and, and Midnighter and Apollo are part of the Authority. I just wasn't expecting them to do that. And James Gunn is really loves like his obscure character. So I, I actually, if he can. If he can get his vision off the ground, I really do think we're in for a very interesting and weird phase in DC's live action era because James Gunn is a weird dude and he he likes to, he loves obscurity, but he also reads, which is like something 90% of the people who are in charge of all of our comic book stuff, live action stuff, they don't read. They may like read a panel or two or they may read an issue, but they don't know these characters and they don't care. They just want to make money off of them, which is fine. That's what the characters were, most of them were created for is to sell books or sell toys or whatever. But I'm excited, Kosh is excited to see, you know, what happens now. I feel, I do feel bad for the the actors who have been kind of, I felt, I mean, kind of strung along for these last few years, Mm -hmm. hoping that they'll get another project or like hoping that the DCU would finally take off and be a thing, but it never happened. So I, I I guess I just feel the most bad for like, obviously the right, like the cast, the the production and cast and crew and stuff like that. But I feel bad for Henry. Yeah. Really want to like no one wants to lose a Superman job. Like every man who's ever played Superman, it's that's still alive. It's constantly always figuring out a way to play Superman. Still, Brandon mm-hmm. Routh, Henry, like they're all they really they. No one wants to let it go because it's such an iconic role. So I feel bad yeah. that he lost it and stuff. But at the end of the day, like they, the big three of that universe, everyone's aging out. You know, we're not. They want a younger. They want to tell younger stories or tell stories from their younger years. I totally understand that. So we'll see. But yeah, I'm excited. I hope, you know, this, we still get to see Journey as Black Canary, but the likelihood, it's pretty, likelihood is not high. It sucks because she was yeah. so good. So good. She was like the, one of the best parts about Birds of Prey movie. I don't even know if we'll see, still see Margot Robbie as Harley, you know, like we don't, we really don't know who we're going to still see from the old universe in this one. So anyway, I, I'm excited, cautiously excited, even though I'm a little sad that we're, we've lost so much to get to this point. Like, yeah, little Titans are done. We lost almost everything on the CW <laughs> and Batgirl. We never even got to see or like we never even got to see it enough to hate it, you know? Yeah, it could. It, I feel like what also sucks is what if that would have been like the best thing that they've done and it's just now sitting on a shelf? It could have been a cult classic. Yeah. No, it's bad. It didn't do it. I'm like, um, have y'all seen the Schumacher era 
Batman, what about every Batman movie made between the eight, 18, 1985 and 1989? Like those, this, there's no way it could have been campier and ridiculous than that. The, we, you and I disagree on this. The George Clooney bat is the worst bat in my opinion. <laughs> of all the live action bats, okay? That I love that. But I love that movie because it's so camp. And that's why I'm like, I don't think, I don't see how Batgirl could have been worse than those movies. At the very yeah. least, it'd be the same level as the Michael Keaton Bat movies, which are awesome. Anyway, because Michael yeah. Keaton Bat is one of my favorites. Yes, which we actually talked about last, I think it was last episode when we recorded about the whole like controversy of like Ezra Miller and the flashpoint where it's like it just sucks because that movie looks so good so it's like torn between (laughs) like do I go and like pay for this thing and let Michael Keaton and everyone else involved suffer because of Ezra it's just this whole like we really like we're talking about it and we're just like I don't know we might just see it because it looks so good I don't know and then like for me because I saw Quantumanium in theaters and I like when they show the trailer in theaters for the movie it just seeing it on the the big screen with like the sound and everything it's just yeah and then hearing you know Michael Keaton go like I'm Batman like I was just like (laughs) oh this is everything like yeah that trailer was better than Quantumania just haven't heard a lot of good things about Quantumania (laughs) it kind of at first like if you've seen all the Ant-Man movies before and you've like they're like okay you know they're a fun watch like it started off that way and then towards the end you're like oh they're gonna take these movies to a whole different direction right now it's going you're like oh they're gonna do it they're gonna do it they're gonna do it and then they decided to play safe and make a nice clean happy neat ending and you're just like like you had me in those like last like those last like 20 minutes really have you where you're just like oh my god and then you're like mm-hmm. Disney wouldn't take the risk they could they should have because it was just <laughs> it would have been so good <laughs> it would have been so good yeah I don't know if I'll, I'll probably end up seeing it when it hits Disney plus but I have wait no desire to see it in theaters wait for Disney plus because yeah I was disappointed yeah I think Shazam comes out next weekend. Yes. I'm trying to figure out if I can see it in theaters or not because I have a fresh baby. So I have to let go. Luckily, the good thing about my day, I think I've talked to this before, like Vegas, a lot of our movie theaters are in casinos. Mm-hmm. If you go during the day, during the week, like it's the theaters are like almost completely empty except for like one or two people. Me and my husband usually like to go during because we both work remotely. So we'll like go on our lunch break and watch a movie we really want to see. So I might do that and just take her with me. <laughs> Especially if no one else is going to be in the theater. Yeah, like, like no one's going to be there. She's got her. She's got. <laughs> she's got her first two month shots. Like I was like, mm, I wonder if I could just because the Suncoast Theater, like no one's ever there. Like oh, I love going to the Suncoast Hotel. Yes. So, so you've been to Suncoast Casino. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. They have great food. They have a, a little movie theater in there. And so I like, yeah, that's how we live up literally like three minutes from one. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So we go to that one all the time. But anyway, I might do that. Go see Shazam. So go see Shazam. I don't know what the next Marvel movie coming out is. Do you? It's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy 3. When is that one? May. Oh, okay. Which that I, one actually does look really good. And yeah. I'm not ready to I think they're gonna kill Rocket and that's my favorite character so I'm not ready for that emotional blow yeah that sucks 
Yeah, but every some people are saying, what if James Gunn like kills them all so he can take them all all those actors over to the DC universe? And I was just like, please no. That's, that's a decision that's he can't make unilaterally unilaterally make a decision. You don't take that approved up ahead because I doubt yeah. they let him kill like what's his what's his face Star Lord Star Lord. I doubt that they would let him them kill Star Lord, but I could see him trying to kill off like Drax and like. A couple others so like he could have because i know he wants dave batista over in the in his universe for sure like oh, yeah. what, what if they just are like in his universe they like, cast him as a new black adam <laughs> oh my gosh oh that would be crazy just a little slap in the face so. i don't know <laughs> that would be crazy but i really actually do genuinely like dave batista as an actor so yeah no i think he's probably one of the better the best ones of the wrestler turned actor mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. him and John Cena are great I think they're pretty awesome I haven't seen enough of like Sasha Banks acting to be like she's great too guess what goalie nutrition is sponsoring hard knock life and you can go to goalie.com to buy apple cider vinegar gummies they're ashwagandha gummies super fruit gummies and super greens gummies and you get 10% off plus free shipping if you use the code hard knock at goalie.com this is honestly, I've been taking the goalie gummies now for, for a couple weeks, and I have to say, they're tasty, and they're good for you. Have you guys been enjoying the goalie gummies? I really like them. They're yummy, but it's a nice to add to my, like, routine of already, like, I normally take just straight vitamin C, so it's nice to have, like, extra supplements. For a long time, people have, have praised the benefits of apple cider vinegar, and, you know, as someone who's had to, like, drink straight apple cider vinegar sometimes when I'm not feeling well, or, you know, I have a, some joint pain, and your mom is like, drink some apple cider vinegar. It's mm. not the most appetizing home remedy, let's just say. No, right. it tastes horrible. So like, the apple cider part is like, ooh, does it taste like apple cider? And it's like, no, it tastes like vinegar. But ACV is very good for you. And the fact that Goalie has been able to put the ACV into these tasty little gummies made with pectin and fruit peels which make them vegan which is cool so if you're vegan you can still rock these gummies because everyone knows gummies are usually made out of like gelatin and nasty shit this these are made out of complete non-gmo gelatin-free gluten-free vegan ingredients and you can get the benefits all the benefits of apple cider vinegar taking these tasty delicious convenient gummies so go to goalie.com and use the code HARDNOCK, that's H-A-R-D-N-O-C, just like the podcast you're listening to. Get 10% off your purchase of Goalie products and free shipping. It's a much better delivery device for that apple cider vinegar. Yeah. It, these Goalie gummies are great. You get I it and it's, it's in a delicious little candy. And I, I've been enjoying the Superfruits one. I did feel kind of refreshed after taking a few of those. Yeah, no, but I'm loving them so far. And they're definitely tasty. If you just want tasty gummies, at least just <laughs> eat them for the, the, like, the yummiest. Yeah. yeah. So go to goalie.com, use the code HARDNOCK, H-A-R-D-N-O-C, get 10% off your purchase and free shipping at goalie.com with the code HARDNOCK. I wish there's more things to talk about this week. I'm just like, <laughs> especially because it's just ice. It's like, it's... it's. There's also, I feel like there hasn't been a lot of news in the last few weeks too. I kind yeah. of down. Um, how do you feel about Steven Yin joining the uh, Marvel Universe? Um, he is. As who? Yeah. They're not saying who, but he's going to be in the Thunderbolts movie. And then apparently he's going to have like a even like bigger role going forward. So, yeah, it's all kind of now. Yeah, the cast for Thunderbolts is looking pretty like I'm like, 
all right, maybe this movie won't be too bad after all. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, it's a movie, not a show. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess if they're gonna cast him, they would want it to be a movie. That's dope. Yeah. I didn't even, did they cast any other projects for this um, next year? They're in the casting process for the Fantastic Four. Ooh. I know. Just don't give it to John Kraninski, please. I know. I think he's a, <laughs> I think he's aged out of it by this point. I don't they, even I don't know if he's aged out of it, but I just feel like he's so like I'm talking about in terms of building a franchise, most people want someone who's like at least in their late 20s so that they can like have get like two or three movies out of them. Some of these dudes are like in their late 40s and are still trying to squeeze into a leather suit. Guys, there's other avenues of things that you can do besides jumping, running around in leather. I just feel like he's a boring choice. Not so much. His age isn't, the age for most actors, unless like they're really going like, that's something spot way far off for the character but I feel like his age to me isn't the problem it's more of like I just think he's so boring, boring. choice yeah yeah like yeah. even in multiverse of madness I was just like I hope that he's not oh, yeah <laughs> I was so like oh when he showed up I feel but I feel like when they did that scene it was to it was like fan service to like acknowledge that the fan mm-hmm. cast and then like but they're like this is where he exists but that's not I hope so I feel like that was like a little like supposed to like to just appease the people who want that because they also included like Professor X and we know that we're not going to see him that's not going to be the next phase of the X-Men at least I don't think the new X-Men who knows I don't know (laughs) (laughs) Um, just because all of the like rumors of what's going on with Deadpool three Deadpool is I feel like a separate I'm talking about like in the MCU like no because Deadpool's joining the MCU phase six or whatever I know that I'm talking about like the face like when they actually build it like they're recasting for final or fantastic four I feel like we're gonna do the same thing with x-men so I just that's what I'm that's more of like I if they bring in Professor X I I cool for like nostalgia purposes but like Jesus Christ that man is a hundred thousand years old yeah we're building franchises here people we can't be casting like old ass people for things sorry do I cast you can't cast on this we can cast on okay <laughs> yeah it's just also because Hugh Jackman is in Deadpool 3 if you haven't seen the news and hey, no I know all that yeah, yeah okay yeah. yeah yeah so the events do take place between like so Deadpool 3 is supposed to take place years before Logan because mm-hmm. a lot of people were like oh how is this messes up stuff with Logan yeah but apparently Hugh Jackman is also going to be in, in uh Secret Wars and those movies so that's why I'm just like there's a chance we might see some of the other X-Men actors back yeah no which it makes sense for like the multiverse purpose but mm-hmm. I mean like for our proper canon like Tesla and talking to you know I don't know who's in Daredevil or whoever like who's actually yeah. in our, our proper earth universe I feel like they're gonna recast an X-Men for our universe while we yeah. still have x-men like from the past and other like just like how toby mcguire and andrew garfield are mm-hmm. technically still spider-man they're just spider-man of other universes um i feel like that's how they'll keep the older cast in the in this topic i still i just want a new cast i want to see a whole new like generation play x-men especially storm and yes. Rogue. and i just yeah i love rogue Rogue was my favorite growing up I would love it if they that if somehow it still ends up being Kiki Palmer because I know she's kind of throwing her hat in the ring after a yeah. lot of people were fan casting. Yeah, so yeah. I love the little video she did. So I was like, you know what? I hope it works out for her. 
yeah I don't know I'm trying to think what else happened like you said there has it's been very like dead and I am very mm-hmm. behind on reading my books and yeah stuff so I just feel like I have nothing <laughs> yeah as far as DC like live action I think we talked about everything mm-hmm. so and sorry to our listeners if you're like wow this <laughs> not, not much week. going on y'all there's it's I think that yeah that's the truth unless I've just been so like busy with other stuff that I haven't noticed anything yeah like, I don't know I've been raising a small child so I haven't really I don't know I don't know what's going on really anymore yeah but and then I know we're saving to talk about the last of us for when the, the season has ended so it's like can't even really talk about talk about that yeah yeah oh they casted that one dude Clancy Brown as Carmine Falcone in the Penguin show yes yes very excited about that Clancy Brown's pretty dope like he's been on a lot of stuff (laughs) yeah he's Black Lex Luthor right (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, I, so I'm excited with it. I'm excited we're still getting the penguin. The Reeves verse seems to be chugging yeah. along, so that's cool. But yeah, yeah that's the newest thing I heard about. Yeah, I I love the Matt Reeves Batman universe so far. I'm rooting for Colin Farrell. I don't know if you've seen his movie that he's nominated for for like the award season. Oh, the Irish movie. Yeah, it's so movie good. The most Irish cast possible. <laughs> it's so good. And I just barely found out that the guy in the movie is uh, General Hux's dad in real life. Like, I was just like, what? So, what's his name? Yeah. Brendan Gleason? Dommel, or however you say it. Dommel Gleason, yeah. Yeah, which I. I didn't know that I never made the connection until like someone had posted about it and I was just like wait what random yeah that just like it broke my brain a little even though they totally have the same last name and I knew they were both Irish like (laughs) 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 but the movie is really good which I'm pretty sure I don't know if you've been catching up with like award season stuff oh like actual awards yeah yeah I don't know but I don't know if you have a personal favorite that you've seen that you know that's nominated Everything, everywhere, all at once. I saw it last summer, and I'm actually really disappointed that nope didn't get nominated for anything. But everywhere, ever, yeah, which is weird. But everything, everywhere, all at once is so good. <sighs> it's, I'm glad that it's getting the recognition that it's getting this award season, and it deserves much more. The movie's fantastic, and everyone was saying it. And I didn't. I was just like, well, everyone always says that, and then never. I never really like live mm-hmm. up, up to the hype for me. But this was a fantastic. I would love like a whole universe like a more movies and with set within that universe because it's cool as hell yeah no I love the movie too so that one and then the the Banshees of Aaron Shrine or how we say it, those are like my two like favorite yeah um, I also really liked Quiet Along the Western Front or something it's on Netflix yeah, okay. um, I watched the German version of it which is the original version which is basically kind of about like how soldiers are kind of you know forced to fight and stuff and they're just a number to like you know Mm-hmm. the like whoever they're fighting for like you yeah. know sometimes it's just people put in unfortunate situations and yeah, uh, yeah. so that was a pretty good movie but yeah. Angela Bassett did not win the BAFTAs I don't know if you saw that <laughs> oh, <laughs> but she, she just, did do the thing <laughs> she did do the thing <laughs> I um, love it <laughs> Oh my gosh. Apparently Ariana's gonna be up um doing the Oscars next weekend. So we'll see how 
Yay! <laughs> I feel like the Oscars are going to be the most, this one's going to be very interesting because it's a follow-up to what happened last year, yes. which I cannot believe is, it's been a year since it happened. But I watched Chris's Rock is a comedy special last night with my dad. So some parts were a little like, okay, this is a little too much to be sitting here with my dad watching this, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's going to ride that slap into uh, oblivion until it completely gone not irrelevant but mm-hmm. I, mean, I kind of knew it would happen I'm I'm interested to see how the I know that they'll make terrible corny jokes about it yeah, but it would be hilarious if someone got slapped again just yeah. <laughs> someone uh, Jimmy Kimmel is hosting so is he? yeah you get slapped for inter- uh ruining Quinta Brunson's award moment <laughs> so I don't know there's some people who are like I don't know I guess because she was on I don't know what award something some show she was on she was talking about and I guess she was like oh Jimmy Kimmel's kind of helped me push my career so I guess she wasn't like mad about it yeah I know she wasn't mad about it but it was so rude (laughs) yeah yes yeah yeah Yeah. award shows are award season is always interesting but I have a feeling this new this award show or this Oscars is going to be hopefully it's interesting I don't want it to be boring that was the most interesting thing that happened last year yeah yeah. it was I don't know I f- <laughs> are you looking forward to scream <laughs> <laughs> no I don't watch scream I used to I have a deep I have like a irrational fear of ghost face killer so I don't watch scream okay yeah. then just so I, far I, the, re- the reviews for the new one have been really really good so I'm excited uh, I saw cocaine bear oh my god how was that <laughs> yeah. I for cocaine shark okay it was like the dumbest but greatest thing I've <laughs> ever seen really out of the film well it's like based off of also like kind of like a somewhat true story oh yeah I think I heard about that so like they do open up the film with like news clips of like of the guy who like dropped the plane of cocaine and how he parachuted out and like fell and they show show, like news clips of like all the real like news clips of that happening yeah but like if you're going in expecting like a really dumb and stupid movie you will love it (laughs) (laughs) good to know because <laughs> there was a couple of older white people in the theater who left while <laughs> what did they think this movie called cocaine bear was gonna be about i have no idea but That's they funny. got up and left and i was just like okay <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah that's all I got. <laughs> I don't have anything else. <laughs> I know this is such a like Keith is gonna be like what happened <laughs> smidgen of a pocket we have one episode we're, we're talking about yeah yeah and then that nothing else happened and there's no one else. yeah well then what do you have going on that you <laughs> want to tell our listeners then because I, I don't know how much longer we can drag this out <laughs> yeah i would say like it, the flash cast filmed their last scene ever flash mm. is like officially done filming so well kind of silence posting on our story and it made me like tear up i was like oh my god so that's really sad nine years that the show's been on so with that ending I mean the Arrowverse is officially over um, yeah. which is kind of like I don't know it makes me sad because <laughs> it, it. <laughs> it was such a big part of my life for a while and then I kind of got over it but it still yeah. like meant something you know yeah and I that's how we obviously ended up like knowing each other yeah Black so it's, just, mm-hmm. it's, it's just crazy now that it's just like that is done with yeah yeah i'm behind on the flash so i don't know when i'll get to the actual end for me it's the actual end for me probably yeah they'll probably be in the summer i know 
<laughs> yeah, and I like the season so far. I'm actually surprised at how they're okay. actually doing a pretty good job with the last season. So we'll see how it ends. But yeah, with all that, like all the shows ending and things changing so much, DC, like all the HBO Max DC shows mm-hmm. ending or whatever, we kind of like adjusted DC on HBO Max, which I'm, used, I'm a host of to DC Studios podcast. So you can follow us at DC Studio Podcast, where we'll be covering literally any and all things related that's coming out of DC Studios. So that'll cover movies, TV shows, animated projects, I believe video games, just anything coming out of, of James Gunn's era. We're trying to like do, so we don't have to rebrand so often, trying to just do this big catch-all thing so we can cover a bunch of stuff at once. So mm-hmm. once again, that is at DC Studio Podcast and that I'm a host of with Andy and a few other people, depending on the show. The, the cast of hosts rotates out depending on the show part of multiverse of color which just got announced this week andy's big project he's basically merging his two projects marvel report and dc tv network into one big multiverse of color so that he can cover so basically has a network of covering marvel and dc i don't know i think the other stuff too but i'm not sure yeah i think he might also try to branch out into star wars and stuff yeah i think so too i'm sticking to dc i might have some you know things to talk about with Marvel. I will be contributing on, not just on the podcast, but uh, as well um, writing articles on the website. So like reviews of stuff, just random listicles, things like that. Nice. So I'm excited to contribute to the set in the new multiverse of color. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, we have the Lituation Room, which we are, we periodically record. I'm thinking like maybe two or three times a year. I know, we <laughs> gotta do it more often. It's so bad. It's hard to get the four of us in one place like it because yes. we're busy like you know you have a busy job and have like stuff going on and Nate has a crazy busy schedule work schedule yes. Clement I don't have a crazy busy work schedule but I have a tiny human um to raise so it's hard for me to just work around yeah so we all have like things going on but we'll make it we make it work when we can so as long yeah. as one of us at least tries to nudge us in the direction of getting together every once in a while we eventually do it <laughs> We eventually do, I know, um, which hopefully we can soon, um, just because I'm excited for the guests that I have lined up. Yeah, for. we should. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll happen sooner rather than later, maybe the next month or so we should do it. Yeah. I was like, I randomly messaged the person, which, you know, so this is going to give people listening now, like to pay attention to the situation room. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say who, but I was, I messaged this person. I was like, hey, do you want to be on uh, one of my podcasts? And I gave them the him the choice of lituation room or hard knock and he picked mm-hmm. lituation room oh, um, yeah. nice. <laughs> which uh yeah he's like I told him everything about each podcast and like lituation room sounds like my my jam so I was like all right it's perfect <laughs> don't Can't wait for that yeah but I well I don't know how uh, big of a scale I will be like doing multiverse of color stuff besides lituation room Mm-hmm. but and I told Andy if it works out with my schedule I'm always down to help out mm-hmm. but yeah I only have this in situation room going on yeah yeah you can follow me at Vanessa Shark for every other project I don't, I don't have anything else going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just me is at hi Monet on Twitter Instagram Hive even though I know Hive is kind of like not as popping as it was when everyone thought Twitter was really, really going down. So, yeah. And then obviously at lit room underscore podcast. 
And then obviously you can follow Hard Knock Life at Hard Knock Media. And then you can listen to Hard Knock Life anywhere where you can stream podcasts. And I believe we have a Patreon that you can do stuff with for all of the podcasts and the website and all of that nerds of color good stuff um keith will i don't know maybe we'll come in and do a cool outro for us because i don't know <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining me as this very short but sweet episode and hopefully you'll be back soon Yay, thanks for having me until next time we out i don't know i don't, we don't end the hard knock life like that it's usually like a random yeah all right <laughs>